This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hello and good morning, everybody. We have made it to Friday. The craziest thing is it's the last Friday of 2023. As we say goodbye and hello to a new year. Everyone, welcome on into Outkick the Morning. I am Charlie Arnold. This has been such a fun week of shows. Honestly, probably one of my favorite weeks since Outkick the Morning started. We have had so many awesome guests on the show. We've had Gracie Hunt. We've had Allison Williams. And now, I've been telling you all week, we have a guy coming on the show that I have known for years. He was someone that I was close with while working at WWE, someone I always looked up to, someone that always had one of the greatest personalities that I think has ever graced this planet. Honestly, he needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, please get ready for the nature boy, Ric Flair. Okay, well, the man really needs no introduction. He is the nature boy, Rick Flair, uh, a good friend of mine. Rick, I've known you. How long have I known you for? I guess since when I started at WWE back in 2016. Yeah, it's almost ten, eight years, nine years. Wow. Um, a lot has changed, right? I mean, yeah. I've obviously done so many different things. I was with WWE almost five years, went to ESPN. I was there um you know, at the end of cumulatively almost five years. And now I'm here with OutKick and Fox. So, you know, I'm bouncing all around. Rick, you you the same thing. You're you're here, you're there. What are you up to these days? A little bit of everything, selling cannabis and energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised to hear that they're, answer? They're working for AEW. <clears throat> the, <clears throat> the cannabis thing and, and the energy drink thing has really worked out well. So what are you doing with the can in the cannabis industry and in the energy drink business? Uh, well, I'm, I'm partners with Mike Tyson and the, the, our product is Ric Flair Drip. Oh my gosh. I yeah. I, I love I, that so much. Oh yeah, I sell everything. Um uh, I'll show you. I, I've got I, I should have yeah. bought a bunch of stuff in here, but here's here's my, my latest game. Oh the yeah. woo energy Thank drink. You. Yeah, it's, it's mushroom infused, the functional mushrooms. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Rick, you have become, I mean, you already were an icon, right? I mean, even just the wrestling world alone. I mean, there, I would be hard pressed to find any wrestling fan around the world who does not know who Ric Flair is. So we'll get into obviously all of your wrestling days in, um, in, a, in a bit, but you just have built such a brand. Uh, also, I mean, there was the rap Hi. song years ago, Ric Flair Drip. It's yeah. just how cool is it uh, just to have your your name be mentioned in so many different areas and have so many different generations of people know who you are and really respect you for it. Well, I've just been long and I've been lucky to live long enough to enjoy it all. And, you know, it's funny <clears throat> the saying what's old is new. It's never been more applied to anyone more than me. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, the people still love. I do these cameos, and, and I literally I do about eight a day. 
I mean, and I charge a lot for them, yeah. but they all want to hear the same thing. Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, limousine riding, private jet flying. They all want to hear the same thing. I, I, I got 10 That's do- what made you say, oh, so iconic. Huh? That's what made well, you know, so but iconic. That, I told, but that stuff I was saying back in the 80s. And it's just, I mean, the football players still use it. I did a, a, a pod or a, um, um, a cameo for the Brown football team yesterday. No, what did <laughs> they have you say? Rick Flair woo. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, but it just shows you. I mean, even like these really well respected athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just you and your brand. They respect you as an athlete as well, and yeah. what you were able to accomplish. I mean. How many how many times over were you champion? Um, I mean, uh, by the WWE or officially? <laughs> I, I, both, I guess. I guess the regular. Well, they say sixteen, but it's been been twenty one times. Wow, twenty one time champ. Yeah, but I do recall uh, in WWE they would say sixteen. Yeah. Um, you have so much to look back on. When you look at the whole course of your career, what moments stick out to you the most? Oh wow! I there's been so many great times. I guess uh, eighty three, the first Starcade, but I beat Harley Race to, for my second title win because that's when I really <clears throat> I felt like I had the first time I I didn't do well with the world title. People didn't know who I was, and I was only used to wrestling good, really good performers. Mm-hmm. I hadn't gone out on the road and wrestled with guys that can't wrestle for an hour, so. But the second time I was ready for it, um, then I think um, the 80s with the four horsemen was fantastic. Um, and then, believe it or not, that last run I had at WWE was fun. I had a, I had a ball with Hunter and Dave and Randy. And uh, um, I, I, I talked, I, you know, I, I stay in touch with all of them. Evolution was fun. Yeah. And then um, trying to think. Who all was there? You came when you did. Was Ashley there when you got there? Yes. Or I think you know what I think. I think she was already there. I don't. I think yeah. I think she had just been brought up. Yeah, um, she been ten years on the main roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, then I had fun with her, and um, you know, and then to see all this going on now and a lot of drama. I'm glad to be away from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just the whole business has has gone oh. through such a transformation. What when you think about what it used to be, mm. you know, back in the 80s and then versus what it is now. I mean, the product looks completely different, but also the way, you know, talent is handled, the way things are addressed. I mean, the things that are allowed. Yeah. What do you think about the transformation? Like, do you prefer it how it once was? Do you like it now? What are your thoughts on all that? Well, I like the fact that the kids make a lot of money. That's the most important thing. And I think if they're, un- unlike myself, they're more conscious <clears throat> because of people around them and, and the culture being different, of taking care of their money, paying their taxes on time, doing stuff like that. But I, it's 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 really corporate now. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I I'm never. I never. I mean, I, I dress the part, but I, I could never think like that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I don't have the patience. 
Yeah. Uh, at AEW, it's very professional and everything, but it's it, it it's just an easier pace to make it. There's not as much. They're not. There's politics everywhere in the world, but the WWE right now is very fluid. With why do you think it's gotten that way? I don't know because of different because <laughs> the fight the fight for control. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, everybody wants to run the WWE. I I liked the way, the way Vince ran it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, for better or for worse, I think everybody knew where they stood um, a little better than they do now. And, and social media, I think, is just out of control with the, with stories that you, you don't even know what to believe anymore. Right, of course. So I know every day you look at something and you you do you. I mean, not just in the world of wrestling. It's there's so many different news stories that come out. You're like, wait a second, is this real? Is it not? It's you, you got to get confirmation on everything you read now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you call and ask somebody. Maybe, yeah. And God forbid you say the wrong thing. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, you talk about your daughter. You've referred to her so far as Ashley. Um, for everyone who doesn't know, that's Charlotte Flair's real name. Uh, but you've got to be so proud. Well, we'll call her Charlotte for the purposes of the interview, just so people can can follow sure. along more easily. But um, you've got to be so proud of her. I mean, what she's been able to. How many? How many times over has she been champion now? I mean, she's 14. getting four, 14 times champ. Her career is not even close to being over. No, um, right, unfortunately, right. she just um, had a significant injury. She's going to be sidelined for about nine months. And I can only imagine how tough that is for her to deal with. Uh, did you ever have any significant injuries that you were sidelined with for like nine? Well, I broke my, I broke my back in that airplane crash. And I, I was yes. out for eight months for that. Um it's tough, right? Just uh, you know, having yeah, well, so badly wanting to be in the ring and not being able to. Yeah, well, Ashley, just she's just just starting to peak. You know what I mean? And she's just she gets better every day. I think that her hardest thing for her right now is just relaxing. She doesn't she doesn't relax well. <laughs> None of us do. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it's a woman thing or a type A woman thing or just a type uh, A. Thing. I'm the same way. It's a Charlotte thing. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta gotta be busy. Um, but she'll be able to work out on her upper body and all that and everything while she heals and yeah, she'll come around. She'll get used to it. And she's done so well um financially and she's got she owns four homes now. And I mean she's, Oh my gosh. Yeah. She, two in Charlotte and two in, in Orlando. So she's really done well. And I'm really proud of her. Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, you know, what is it like like what does it mean for you to to see a reflection of of how amazing you were in the ring and how that you know be, I guess moved on you know and and still taking life within your daughter um and seeing how successful she's been able to be and you know like you just mentioned she's only just scratched the surface at this point she still has so yeah, far to go. I know. Um, well, she's a lot better than I ever was. That that just you know people laugh when I say that, but it's the absolute truth. She, she she's does a hard worker. That. She's very a very hard worker. Yeah, and she does all the aerial stuff that I never oh, yeah. did. All the stuff off the top rope, is, which is how she got hurt. Um, and if you keep them, if you keep and people forget that she's five eleven and a buck fifty. She, <laughs> I mean, she, and she does yeah. stuff the Ray, she does stuff the Ray Mysterio does. You know what I mean? It's insane. It's, well, such a great such a great athlete. I think she's. 
she, she right she along with Brock Lesnar are the two best athletes in the company yeah no she's incredible um I I always remember looking at her and being blown away like how in the world yeah I, because even just not even from a physical standpoint I mean it's a lot of a mental too I just I would be terrified to pull off the things that she does and she just does it doesn't think twice and no. she just lands everything perfectly. I mean, it takes obviously a lot of practice. I mean, it's not just something that she's doing for the first yeah. time, but and and to have that fearlessness is yeah. very admirable. And hopefully everybody has to catch her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she a, just she just uh, had a big contract resigning. I heard that. Yeah. I, I don't ask her, but I'm I'm sure. Well, again, it was on the internet. So I guess we don't know what to believe, okay. but that's what everyone's yeah. saying. I don't bring it up. I'm sure, I'm sure she did. They're, they're never going to let her go. No, no, definitely not. They're they're smarter than that. Well, you are a big Florida guy. I know you've you've been you've been raving about Florida before Florida became even as cool as it is right now. What's it What's it like being in Florida, where everyone still has some other sanity left, Rick? <laughs> dance all night. Dance a little longer. Yeah, I mean, a lot of places feel. I you feel like come visit me. The fraternity house is great. Oh, I, I can only imagine. Well, New York is much different than Florida. Here we have like the most insane policies. Um, are oh, you, I know. You, I can't take New York. Yeah, I try like very small doses. Yeah, what? Where are you? Where do you stand on politics these days? God, um, <laughs> I don't. That 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 I'm not going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley told me, Dad, she's, she's going to come down on you. I, I'm just curious. You live in Florida. So obviously you've got to be like on board. Oh, with I like DeSantos. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So that tells you that my politics. Okay. Are, so, yeah, if you're a DeSantis supporter, then I, I can see definitely yeah. where you stand politically. You know, you know exactly. You know exactly who I'm supporting. E exactly. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of supporting, um. This was a story that captured a lot of headlines. Uh, it took place at this point, I mean, weeks ago. Uh, it was a picture of you and Jim Harbaugh together. Yeah. I mean, this is when everything was really starting to hit the fan. Yeah. Uh, and you had captioned it, just spent the morning with my close friend, the great, at Jim Harbaugh, go blue. Woo! Uh, what's your relationship with Jim Harbaugh like? Oh, I've known him since 89. We're very close. How did you become such good friends? He came to watch me wrestle when he was playing quarterback for the Bears in 1989. I wrestled Ricky Steamboat, and he came to the matches. And wow. then, he, and then uh, he invited me to talk to the 49ers to motivate him when he was <clears throat> coaching at the 49ers. And then, then this ridiculous scandal came out that I went to war with Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> what happened with Paul? Paul just, you know, I, I, what, here's what happened. So I was, uh, Sophia ran on the 2017 National Championship track team at Georgia. So I'm standing there with, with the track coach, Herschel Walker, me, and the whole crowd going crazy. I'm with them introducing the team. And Kirby Smart walks over and shakes Paul, or shakes um, Herschel's hand, and then the coach, and didn't even say a word to me. So <laughs> when when they were playing them, I said, "Don't make a mistake." 
You're not going to be polite to me. I, I, I don't care who, who you are, who you think yeah. you are. And and Feinbaum is such an SEC guy that so so he and he when this ridiculous scandal came out about them, I don't know whether it was uh, you know taking plays or they're saying the cameras are on the side. I, I can't even remember what, what it was so absurd. Um, and they suspended him and all that. And so Paul sent me a text. I, I just said, you're out of your mind. And the, what he said was, which is so absurd, because you understand sports, obviously, having yeah. to work through this man. He said that, that because of the ridiculous scandal going on in Michigan, that the NFL would never have him. <laughs> Guess how many teams have called him? How many? <laughs> I can't tell you, but what, what more than five? Uh, I would say I. I don't want to. I'll just tell you he's been contacted. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. he's obviously ultra talented. So I mean, he, oh yeah, he took the 49ers to the play. Yeah, I mean, not years. not to like, you know, reveal anything. I know that you know you you are a very loyal guy. You want to make sure the secrets stay close to the vest. But well, I would no, no, I would tell you, but the problem is it turns into. Yeah, I said, she said, and then do you, do you think though that he's going to remain at Michigan, or you think he's going to head to the NFL? What do you think is going to end up ultimately happening after this? I, I, that I, I don't know. I think he likes Michigan, but I think his kids are at the age now where we traveled. Uh, they'd be okay with that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you, you kind of when you're when the kids are young, you kind of want to stay in one place, right? But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he left. Um, I, I just I just really hope they win the national championship this year. He deserves it. He's been through a lot. And I cannot tell you, there's not a finer man alive than Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that's what I want to ask you about, because obviously they've got a, a tough task. They've got Alabama. Yep. They looked good all season. Michigan looked great, right? But then you saw them in the Big Ten championship game against Iowa, and their offense was lacking. And that yeah. seems to be maybe a small cause for concern when you're looking at Taking on Nick Saban and and the Crimson Tide. What do you what do you what are you thinking about that? You think that there is any cause for concern, or you think that Jim think Harbaugh Michigan, will Michigan, be just fine? I think it's Michigan's year. You do. I really do. Yeah, I think that um, the one difference, the you know, big difference, as you know, that there people have had to adjust to is the speed of the SEC. You know what I mean? And now, but he's got speed on his team. He's got depth. He he has the one thing he has never had since since he's been at Michigan, and he's got a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the running back, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, anyways, got they got a great running back. I mean, and he's got a real solid defense. They're going to be really really good, and they're going to be tough to beat. Okay, so. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. Rick for the Flair game. predicting Michigan wins the national championship. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, I love it. They, they beat Alabama. It's a home run. Home run. Okay. And they, then also. Not, that would under, be, under, under, Digger's not going to like that, but that's yeah, too bad. No. I'm talking to you. He's not. <laughs> uh, well, that would be a great birthday gift because Jim Harbaugh turning 60 years old uh, in the next few days. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It's his birthday. You didn't. You didn't know that Rick is. No, what, 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 what day is his birthday? His birthday's on Saturday. Oh man, oh, sixty years old. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just fourteen years younger than me. <laughs> what do you get? A, what do you get a guy like? Like, what would you get a guy like Jim Harbaugh for his birthday? 
I don't know. It, um, he's got to have millions in the bank. I don't know what you buy. Um, I think the greatest present for him would be to be exonerated and people like Feinbaum apologize to him and anybody that scrutinized him for, you know, it's funny. It, it seems like the good, the good people are the ones that get scrutinized the most, you know? What's your thought on the, on these athletes who just, they've made it like a part of their everyday mission to just complain about something. And instead of just doing their job, because quite frankly, you have the best jobs in the world, right? To be a pro athlete is oh my God. you can't ask for anything better. You're making millions of dollars doing the one thing that you love to do the most. I mean, you're playing a sport. What, what do you, what do you think? What do you think is leading to this uh, softness well, that men are now being uh, overrun with? Well, it, as you know, in my earlier career, I wrestled 365 days a year for 10 years, twice on Saturday, yeah. twice on Sunday, no days off. So my take it. So my, Theory on this taking days off and not playing, <laughs> then I'm death on that. But you can play, you play. Yeah, yeah. like the time management in the NBA. Time like management, you, just, yeah. you, you talked about George Pickens not wanting to, you know, complete his block assignment because he didn't want to get hurt. I don't know, Rick. I've been I've been saying it for a while. Men these they just don't make men these days like they used to. Well, they're spoiled. I think they're every bit the every bit the man that they can be, but they don't they don't have to do it. And the one it's only the the guys that take pride in who they are and what they do and that wake up every day wanting to be the best. And those are the ones that are gonna be the most successful. Yeah. You know, how do you I mean, I guess how do you take these things and instill them in Charlotte and I mean people that are important to you? Like, do you have these talks with her about like what it means to be the best and kind of the responsibility that comes along with it. No, I don't need to with her. She's, she's yeah. very, very aware of it. Listen, I'm, in her eyes, I'm, <laughs> I like, I suggested to her that she stay in Birmingham for like a week to rehab. That, 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 that's old thinking. <laughs> oh yeah. She's right. She probably is right. But I get it. No, I, I don't. Get it. No, everything I, everything I, possibly think that she should do is old school thinking that that yeah well that, old school is not always a bad thing um you know speaking <laughs> no, of no, God, that, please <laughs> yeah, I, I will i'm actually i have full intentions on texting her after this interview and telling her that we had a fantastic conversation uh and also of course wish her luck on her upcoming surgery um no. but there are a couple of guys rick that you have expressed admiration for that's the paul brothers uh, -huh. uh you really like what they're doing and you actually said you think both of them are very tough what what makes you like the Paul brothers so much? Well, they are tough. No, yeah. you know, it, number one, it, it's to just come into our business. I know that I didn't know until maybe a month ago that Shawn Michaels had worked out with uh, the, the kid with us, with the WWE. Logan Paul. Uh, and Shawn's, you know, the greatest of all time. So I can see where he caught on real fast, but still to take those big bumps and do stuff like that. And then of course, the, the other brother, I mean, you know, you're, he's fighting some tough guys, so he's got to be tough. I mean, they, they don't need the money. They enjoy the competition. Um, and I, I, yeah. I admire that. I mean, they have so much money. Uh, the yeah. amount of money that they're raking in is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but there is this it, well-deserved. It, of well course. Deserved. Oh, my God. I mean, well, you know what? They, they were smart. They got ahead of the whole YouTube 
craze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were at the forefront of that. I mean, yeah, they capitalized big on YouTube, and then and then we're able to steamroll that into so many different other opportunities. And now it sounds like the opportunity exists, maybe of a Jake Paul versus Mike Tyson fight, which would be funny because that's there's your business partner right there. You don't think it's, you don't think it's going to happen? Jake Paul don't want nothing to do with Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that. Why? Because that would just that would that would be an instant loss. Mike Mike, Mike runs five miles every day. Mike's back in shape. Wow. Yeah, he five miles on every day on top of like he still works out boxing and. Oh yeah, he's he's the one that trained that that kid that knocked down Fury. Wow. And that, yeah, and what was way, his name again? Um, Nagandi, whatever it is. Um, Nganu. Yeah. Francis Nganu. Yeah, that's right. He won that. That was bullshit. Yeah. Fury almost never got up. Wow. Okay, so and, so Mike Tyson trained Nganu. Yeah, he was over there for. Uh, I want to say three months with him. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. What a coach, yeah. right? Yeah. That, people don't realize that. <clears throat> no, Mike, it, it would be interesting. I'd like to see it, but I don't, I don't, I don't think Jake would want to get, get smacked. Yeah. <laughs> well, after hearing that, you're probably right. Um, Rick, is there anything else that's going on in your life that is worth sharing? I just, there's so many things about you. You have your hands in so many different things. And I feel like, you're just, no, I'm, you're I'm, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. So I'm just really happy. Um, life is good. I've, I've been, I've been blessed. I have my health, you know, after being as sick as I was a couple of years ago, I didn't, when people thought I was, you know, when everybody, everybody bailed on me, my agents, I mean, wow, a lot of money gone. And then when I lived, <laughs> you know, so I mean, that's I horrible, to, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw. I've already been in lawsuits with them and all that. So, but when they think it's funny, when they think you're gone, everybody's gonna reach in. You know what I mean? And they did. Yeah. So, um, but I'm over that. I know. I don't think I have time in my life anymore to be upset with anybody. I look forward to moments like this, catching up with you. You know, that's so important. You know, you, you're the reason Molly's working full time. You know. <laughs> you were giving Molly a run for her money. I was. I know that. That's that's for damn sure. Um, but I, think I think that's such an important lesson too. I mean, I think it, regardless of what age you're at or what stage in your life you're at. I mean, holding on to anger really doesn't do. It, it you know, it's just a waste of time. It's like having and the negativity to, doesn't hurt anyone ultimately but yourself. Yeah, and social media is just a bunch of shit. That you know, it can be hurtful if you let it be. And certainly it, it can be, you know, it's, and it's <laughs> another big word that bothers me is, is alleged. Allegedly. allegedly. Yes, right. Because then you can say whatever you want. Yeah, allegedly. As long as you yeah. put allegedly in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. allegedly. Okay. I mean, that's another, that's one of the worst words in the world, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. Um, okay, before I let you go, Rick, if you could give me, what you normally would say on a cameo, your little spiel for the Outkick audience. This is the Nature Boy Ric Flair, live from Tampa, Florida, talking to the one and only Charlie Arnold on Outkick with the Fox. Charlie is the woman. Made Molly Quirm go back to work on first tape. She pushes all the buttons, makes all the right decisions. 
She's a beautiful person and do not miss the great Charlie Arnold on OutKick this morning. Woo! I love it. Rick, you are the best. I'm so, so happy that I had the opportunity to catch up with you. I know we've been talking about this for a while, so I'm glad we were able to make it happen. And yeah, I'm I sorry. Nothing, I, I wish you nothing but the, the happiest of holidays. You I too. hope you have a wonderful new year. And I can't wait to catch up with you again. And obviously, you know, all of the success and health and happiness to the rest of your family as well. Charlie Arnold is always styling and profiling, looking as only she can look. An outkick the morning. Woo! I love it. Thank you so much. Bye, baby. It was so good to see you. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, Rick, thank you so much for the shout out. I and Outkick will forever be grateful. I have a feeling we're going to be relooping that shout out from Rick in time to time. I'm, I'm just giving you fair warning at this point. Uh, but everyone, thank you so much. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for making Outkick the morning what it has been so far. Uh, we're about four months into the show and it's just been such a fun evolution. And I'm so thankful for all of you for being a part of it. Um, there's so much of a ways to go. And I know that the show's only going to continue to get better and better, but that's it for 2023. Now we forge ahead into 2024. So once again, thank you so much for being here. And I hope to see you again in the new year. I hope you have an incredible weekend with your friends and family. Don't forget to make those resolutions because that's a subject we're going to visit next week. So I want to see where you stand. Uh, on that note, everybody, I've got to get out of here. I've got things to do, people to see, a new year to cruise into. But don't forget, starting January 3rd, Outkick the Morning will be streaming live only on Outkick.com. So make sure to go to Outkick.com backslash watch to get the live shows. And also don't forget to follow me on social media at Charlie on TV. And once again, everybody, we will see you next week. And I hope you have a fabulous New Year's. See ya.